It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Cherries fans and welcome to Back of the Net whether you're listening on the audio pod or you're watching on YouTube. Thanks so much for joining us as we take a second look at AFC Bournemouth's 1-0 win against Liverpool. My name's Sam Davis. My name's Tom Jordan. How you doing Tom? Good oh, very weekend. well mate. Good weekend oh, wasn't it? Amazing yeah. Um, nice to be nice to be all chirpy isn't it? Uh, for, a, for a change but yeah I mean it was the, the perfect weekend in terms of what we saw on the pitch mate so yeah absolutely buzzing. Hello to all new subscribers on YouTube. Got to say, whether you're Arsenal fans, Liverpool fans, or new Bournemouth fans that are joining the back of the net revolution, well, thanks so much. And that was a weekend that took us by surprise. I'm really, really chuffed with how it went, mate. Before yeah. the game, I honestly didn't expect anything from it. I honestly thought these are three free hits, and uh, it turned out that we managed to get three points off of one of them. Yeah, it's a weird one for you and I, mate, because I remember the Wolves game. Obviously, the last game we won before this, and I wasn't confident, and you were going, I've got a feeling, mm. and then we won, and then this time round, you weren't confident, and I had a feeling. So, as long as one of us do, mate, it's um, it's all right. But, yeah, uh, obviously, regardless of what I thought, it was going to be a difficult game. They just won 7-0, you know, Liverpool are top side, um, and we've only beaten them once before at home. But, I don't know, there was, obviously, it materialised um, in a good way for us, but I just felt that... That if we played the right way, if we were a bit braver, that kind of pace we've now got, particularly mm. in transitions and on the break, and the way they like to get high up the pitch, I did feel we'd have some moments, but I didn't expect a clean sheet. Mm. I did still think they would maybe have uh, too much quality going forward. But to be fair to us, we rode our luck for a very yeah, small yeah. period, I'd say. But yeah, we've, put, we've earned that. We've definitely earned that of late. Feels quite a pivotal match. I mean, it could be a turning point for our season, and it's one that if we do manage to survive, we'd look back at it. I think I'm still in the we're more likely to get relegated camp, although some stats indicate that we might not be. However, I don't know, that's one that we could look back on. And I think Gary O'Neill, whilst he's learning on the job and is, has been making mistakes up to this point, maybe, Yeah, I think. I don't know, He's it's almost like he's coming of age a little bit with some of his decision-making. You just want to see this happen in a few matches in a row to actually yeah. think, OK, we can trust him now. But look, let's take, a, let's take a look at the league table right now. And look, at three o'clock on Saturday, we were 16th mm. in the Premier League. That catapulted us up the table. But then after the games on the uh, Saturday afternoon, then the evening, there we are. We're below the dotted line, but... 
we're within touching distance, yeah. Tom, and that's what we always just wanted after these three games. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And it was, yeah, it was, it was um, Sunday when it when West Ham nicked a point off our next opponent's Villa. Mm. But really, um, you know, yeah, they they got a point which got them above us, and there was uh, Southampton nicked a point, but we got three, so we still gained two points of them. I know, you know, we're still in that bottom. It's weird, really, that we go out of the drop zone because we beat Liverpool, but we're probably back in it because we lost nine 0 to Liverpool because mm. it's goal difference. Um, is is what it is, but yeah, mate, you got to, have to take confidence in that. There was, you know, the teams are in and around us are picking up these points now and again. A lot of teams did, so it was crucial. Um, we've been saying for a few weeks that in one of these games we're expected not to. We need to cause a little bit of a shock, um, and three points was was absolutely massive because you know we were very close to that the week before. Nice for an English manager to get a win over Jurgen Klopp. Do you remember who the last one was? I do. I did hear that stat. Yeah, super Scotty Parker. Um, yeah, that's mad, that isn't it? But I have, yeah, I've heard that one. That was uh, the uh, the win for Fulham. for Fulham, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was, and I think there was. A, I think that might have been a one 0 as it well. It was, yeah, um, and that was at Anfield, I think as well. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah, he's got got a mixed record at Anfield then. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and also good to see him finally get a win for club. Oh no, they did win, but he's no longer there we'll park that conversation right here's the baseline tracker table and we gain points when it does doesn't it Mm. look at that minus three so West Ham Saints Everton and this is where if you get points on the road or get points against the top six then it will it will affect your position in a positive manner whereas if you drop points at home then you'll go down and look we're we're three points below where we should be but it's not too bad is it certainly better compared to previous weekends and I was I was just saying to you just before we came on air Tom that um I didn't feel that that was a lucky win yes we can talk about the Mo Salah penalty the the match against Wolves at Molyneux that felt lucky in some ways we we had very minimal chances it was quite a smash and grab whereas this was a was a controlled taking apart of Liverpool are taking apart it was a control yeah. victory. Yeah, I know what you're saying, and I think um, you know you can look at stats, but you got to take them with a with a pinch of salt sometimes because I think everyone's saying obviously it was live on the telly, so a lot of people were saying, and even Jurgen Klopp kind of saying that we probably deserved it. Did because, he? Yeah, because nice. even though they had more shots, more possession, all that stuff, the actual chance in the game, penalty aside, I think we had the better chances and mm. probably should have scored another. Um, and don't want to do the old uh, typical cliche, but it is fine margins yeah, because. Yeah. They, they had a spell, which I'm sure we'll get on to, and they missed them chances. And I, I said to you off there as well that um, the City game, we weren't horrific in that first half. We were 3-0 down that half-time um, because that is Man City. And I think that's that little golf now we've seen in these three games between City, Arsenal, mm. and then Liverpool. And they've dropped... They've only, you've only got to drop slightly. Um, and yeah, they, they're not quite as clinical at the moment. And yeah, we rode our luck a little bit, defended and got our bodies in the way of things. Um, big save from Neto, clearance off the line. And then we took our moment when we got it. And what was really impressive, as I say, I'm sure we'll get onto it, but was the way we managed this one, considering everyone knows how we've not managed being in the lead before (laughs) against big boys. So that that was what impressed me the most. Do you remember at the start of the season on the YouTube channel where we were were struggling for content during the close season? As as we do, we were coming up with stupid ideas. Who's the manager that you'd most like to go out for a pint with? And Jurgen Klopp, I seem to remember... He, oh, he's whiny, isn't he? He can be a bit whiny, but he was—he was actually quite humble and uh, yeah. paid a lot of praise to to a person that I suppose he would have known. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, Gary Neil did come to us initially because he was working with the Liverpool Academy, so I'm sure a lot of the staff there would know him. And yeah, he was respectful after, to be fair. But yeah, I think he—he he probably he saw his team not perform to the levels they should, and, and saw a Bournemouth team that, considering where we are in the league and considering the last-minute defeat of the week mm. before, showed a lot of togetherness and. You know, ironically, with what's been going on this weekend in terms of match of the day, a lot of solidarity mm. within us, um, with a fan base, with the staff, and with the players on the pitch. It was, it was really nice to see, and he, um, yeah, he obviously gave us credit for that. Which, match of the day was yeah. weird, wasn't it? Match of the day was just so weird. It, it's, it's funny. It got half a million more viewers yeah. than it does usually, but that's people just having a morbid curiosity of how are they going to cover this. I was surprised they didn't even have the commentators from the world feed on it. It was mm. just nothing. It was weird. wasn't wasn't sure about that at all. It was odd, but we we topped it. We? we topped the bill. We yeah, first on. Which we was, did. Was typical but it is back as normal but Gary Lineker is back so what's the predicted final league position well there's some Opta analyst stats that have been uh, tweeted out by Chris Temple today and it says that AFC Bournemouth have got a 54.2% chance of staying up now 55 sorry 45.8 chance of going down 
We were previously, of course, heavy <laughs> favourites in this particular model to finish bottom. If you can make head nor tail of that, fair play to you. But there you can see the likeliness of getting relegated with both Leeds, mm. Everton and Saints below us. I was convinced that we were relegated, mate, but yeah. according to the stats, we're not. Yeah, I think I think what that is is to do with, for sure, would be that you know we haven't got to play Liverpool. And we also haven't got to play City or Arsenal, whereas most of them, if not all of them, have right. got to play one of them. So I think the fact that we've kind of got the better fixtures now because we had the horrific run. Mm. Newcastle adding to that as well, by the way. You know, with, with Wolves in there, but we also had, we had Newcastle, City, Arsenal and Liverpool. So them stats are always going to be, well, they're going to lose all them. Yeah. And we got four points. Um, so that, that would have helped us. And I think I saw in certain bookmakers, it was the first time this season that we weren't the favourites to finish bottom. Mm. Now it's now Southampton. Um, who got a good point, but obviously the context of the game, they probably would have wanted yeah. to win it because of, you know, going down to 10 men in the first half. But yeah, I think we've got, but I've been saying it week on week, it's, we keep saying we've got this good run to come, we've just got to get these out of the way. Mm. So now we've got to take advantage, mate, because there's no point of beating Liverpool if we then, in these next four, yeah. lose them all. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, but that's why them stats would say that and that's why the predictions would say that. So let's kick on, mate. It's the equivalent in darts if you if you win against the leg. Then mm. There's there's literally no point in it if you don't win your own leg. Exactly. So, um, exactly. Yeah, hopefully we can follow it up in the winnable games. I mean, we'll take a look at the running later on. I think, Tom, we probably should do a show maybe in a couple of weeks during the international break where we do the run-in, the um, fixture predictor. Do you remember the predictor show on yeah. Back of the Net? It's back, the home of the predictor. We'll bring that back and we'll go through every result and see what happens. Right, I don't know if you could have predicted the team lineup, but before well, we go to that, 12.30s, mate. I hate 12.30 kickoffs. Horrible, isn't it? Don't anymore. I'm, I'm on it now. But yeah, no, I'm not a massive fan, mate. <laughs> uh, not a massive fan just because, yeah, it kind of pulls you all out out of sync doesn't it really you have to get started really early like yeah, waking no, but, up really early and you're straight to football mode whereas usually you get yeah. more it's just and then it's after the game you feel like it's six and it's three or whatever mm. and I think god why am I drunk at three o'clock <laughs> you know what I mean um, but no uh, yeah it's not not my favourite but we'll take it this time round and it stops that horrible stat we've had on the telly and exactly, not being a three yeah, o'clock so yeah. But um, yeah, no, but it, it felt like, it, it felt a bit odd, but yeah, as the teams come out, mate, I was, I was got, I got 10 out of 11 on both teams. You did, but... Keep doing that. Obviously, one of the, the big stories for Bournemouth is the return of David Brooks on the bench, oh, mate. Over 525, I think 529 days mm. or something it was, um, since he's been in the squad, and amazing. That, yeah. that must have, you know, for the whole squad, it must have just raised it for all of them, because yeah. uh, having his name back, I don't know how... How likely he he would have been to ever get well, on? Gary but. did say that he was hoping if the game went as it would, that he would give him would be able to get really? him on. But he said, which I but I agree with what he said and the way the game was going. It probably wasn't the right time. Mm. Um, whether that's the case or not, I'm not sure. We'll never know. But I just certainly felt I, I can't remember I was having a conversation with. We were saying the other week, you know, when we had a couple of youngsters on the bench that were obviously never going to come on, yeah. and we had two goalkeepers on the bench. Yeah, we did, yeah. I thought if Brooks is nearly there, don't you just whack him on just to get the crowd? But to be fair to, to Gary and the, and the staff and the decisions they've made, it was it obviously has worked out. It was a really good time for it because you're at home. Yeah. You're on the, it gets everyone up a bit, you know, like you say, when his name's read out. I think it was quite clever that when the first lot warmed up, he went with them and then he come out. We had another Matt Ritchie, Ryan Fraser moment where yeah. people started cheering because they thought, I can't remember who it was, they thought Christie yeah, yeah. was Brooks. But um, yeah, no, lovely, lovely lift. And, you know, it looks like he'll, um, he'll get on the pitch at some point, which is going to be really exciting. Do you wonder, do you wonder what kind of player he's going to be? Yeah, it will be um, because you know just before. I mean, it's, it's it's obviously hard to judge, but he wasn't in the best form, was he? At the, start, I, at the start of the previous season. No, I think um, he did score at Forest, but I think just generally got sent round. off. Yeah, yeah. Got no, off. but I remember us all saying. Obviously, this is before we we knew the <clears> you know the situation was Brooksy. I remember that first period under Parker where we barely had any subs that we could really use. The only sub he ever made was Brooks off Sadie on mm. early on because. Brooks, we kept thinking, he can't seem to last night either. And obviously we now know why. Yeah. So we would have hoped, and I think it looks like they've been really careful with him. Um, and they're obviously going to be talking to medical. Because it's it's more, um, what's the word? It's, it's going to be more thorough than an injury yeah. because of the situation. And hopefully he's in a good place. But um, yeah, it's going to be really hard to bring him into games. Because if maybe you in the championship, you think, oh, we could be leading 3-0 in a yeah. game and chuck him on. It's going to be difficult and there's no cups and stuff like that. But um What'll be interesting, I think, him or Stanislas, one of them, this is my little call, one of them is going to get a big goal this season. One wow. of them's going to play a key part. It's going to be one of them, and we're going to go, oh, mad. And maybe it'll be Brooksy, mate. But maybe. yeah, it's delighted to see him back involved, mate, to be fair. Just from a personal point of view, it's massive for him, isn't it? Yeah, so looking at the team lineups then, hang on, four across the back. Yeah. 
a, a departure of the five at the back, and um, it's Meps that missed out. Senesi and Stevens, Smith at right back, no Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a conversation. Nice to see Lloyd Kelly back though, and then it was a was it a four four one one? Yeah, it's a four three three. Yeah, four, three, three. Um, however you want to look at it. Yeah, uh, but um, it's always going to be more advanced. So four at the back. Mm. What do you think of that? Obviously, masterstroke. Yeah, we've all been crying out for it for quite for quite a while, and maybe yeah. just felt like Liverpool were there to be got at. Yeah, we have, and I don't I don't want to use this show to kind of be like, oh, we've said no five, we lose both of five, we go to four, and we win. There you go, it's easy. We know our stuff. Yeah. Um, because I, I mean, we do. But... Equally, I watched um, on Sunday. I watched the Arsenal Fulham game, and Fulham went through a four against Arsenal and got ripped apart in half hour. Mm. So you know, it's not it's not all down to and it. it my concern, just going into a little bit of the five, I kind of. Don't mind a five if, say, say Kelly's one of the three, or say Lerma drops back in the players of three yeah, as he yeah, has, yeah. or say Smith tucks in spears of three. I don't mind it as much because then players are flexible. Of Lerma would be flexible moving in in game. Smith and Kelly are quite flexible to playing fullback. Yeah. What we've done lately is it's been Stevens, Methem, and Celesi, who are all centre backs, yeah. and they are centre backs. Yeah, that's, that's what they do. So there's no flexibility during the game. You know that's the three centre halves that are just going to stay there, mm. and that that concerns me a little bit because there's no flexibility with this. With Lloyd Kelly being a fullback, he can tuck in if he wants. Yeah. Fine, we can go to a three, and we probably did near the end because you have to a little bit. And I'm not being funny. At times, it was probably a six because of how the you know how the wingers were helping out. But it just gives you a little bit more fluidity, in my opinion. And I just felt that that what we've what's caused us problems in the last couple of games is midfield to bust us because we've had one less player in there. Yeah, and they, they and it's just and you've seen that with the possession stats. I mean, it's just been we can't get near them. And in this game, I felt. The key to this game was we beat them in the midfield. We mm. battered them. In the mid- they took off Harley, Harvey Elliott at half-time because yeah. they couldn't cope and Henderson come on to give them more control. <clears throat> Fabinho couldn't cope and I thought Rothwell, Lerner and Billing were, were absolutely immense mm. and that they could not cope with us in midfield and that's what I've been, that's what I was saying against these sort of teams. I just thought, when we're, we've done it in the other two games, we broke well with pace, that's been no different but we've got an extra body up there and yeah. Billing can allow to get further forward and yeah, it worked a treat, mate and I'm, um, yeah, I'm so glad he implemented it in this game. I was reading something on Twitter, like 90 min or something, saying that uh, West Ham are front runners for Jordan Zamora's signature. Uh, there's contract wranglings, contract talks, and as a result, he wasn't in the squad, um, no. which we all thought he was injured, but obviously wasn't the case. You'll see that on the vlog. And uh, just as we were walking from the Queen's Park Cafe to Dean Court, I think it was Alex Crook or someone on Talk Sports, Sam Matt's face or someone saying that um, it's all down towards the talks. Uh, mm. Is that the right thing to do? Um, is it? Is that almost blackmail? I mean, <laughs> you know, the guy's under contract and yeah. if, if Kelly was injured, we would need to bring someone on in his position. I think, um, I mean, obviously we don't know this and I'm sure we'll hear more. I personally think it was, There's we've maybe tried to over-talks a little bit more and it hasn't been going the way before. Kelly's back. He might have even thought it's a good game for Kelly anyway against mm-hmm. Salah. Vigna was back. I think he thought if we're going to make a statement now to say to um, Jay Z, you need to, you know, you need to sign this contract. It's now because we've got options there, mm. and this is a game we could do it. Uh, that's what I'd like to think, but because has it really changed that much in the case, in in the week? Mm. Probably not. It's probably more we've got some some options back there. Listen, I'm hoping that um, we'll, we get it all sorted because regardless of the fact in isolation in one game we look like oh, we'll be fine without Jay Z. Mm. He's a great player. He's he's a young player and. Yeah, we, we need to get him nailed down, mate. So, But yeah, there's, there's got to be something going on because Jefferson Lerma's playing week in, week out um, and he obviously hasn't signed a contract. So there's obviously a difference yeah. in that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, you don't know if it's money. You don't know if he's keeping his option open. You don't know if it's agents dealing with everything. Not sure, but maybe we felt as a club at this point, actually, we're going to play Kelly anyway. Yeah, This is a good time to go, right, we're going to leave you out. Sort yourself out. We'll see. But um, don't want to, equally, I don't want to kind of say John Zamora's out of order because we don't know the yeah, ins and outs so let's, let's see I think come up, we've got an international break coming up as well let's see after that I, I'm hopeful that it'll get, get resolved mm. and we need to talk about Lloyd Kelly because uh, we will du- during the show but I thought he had a really good game one of many play- players who actually shone during that so we'll get into the nuts and bolts of the game I always say that phrase mate yeah, you N- do actually, the yeah. nuts and bolts of the game I hate, I hate using it can someone give me another phrase to use um, and we were all right. We were all right. Uh, but they did 
nearly strike first. Yes. Had a uh, header from Alexander Arnold's corner, Van Dyke header, and yep. then Lerma stretching to head off the line, right place, right time, mate. Your man, love Super that. Man. I'm love right behind that, that and it was just, oh, it was unbelievable. He could have easily just hit his end and gone in, like the way he managed to get it round the post was was great. And you just see from that corner the way his position yeah. uh, awareness, if you like, set piece back. is always a concern. It is, defend, and there's it? a later one as well that Van Dyke should do better with. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that is a concern for me. And we'll get on to because I don't want to. Obviously, it's going to be a positive one for sure. We won the game. Uplifting. Come on. There are concerns. Go into it briefly. Still for me, over Neto. Mm. I think he's. I love him, by the way, and he makes an unbelievable save in the game. I love him. I think his um, the way he is with the fat. He's yeah. great, and he's clearly a leader and helps out. But. This set piece thing for me, and he keeps, he has one in the second half where he tries to punch it. He feels like, to me, he's too much on his line. Yeah. We had the goal against Ben White for Arsenal Maybe and the Matoma header, yeah. where he's trying to get it out of the goal. And I just, it's a few times where he's punching it, it's underneath him. Yeah. He's not coming out to punch it. Um, does seem a bit weird. And yeah, Van Dyke, but Van Dyke's good in the air. So, um, I think Neto's shot stopping stat, stats are, are pretty good. Oh, yeah. And he but is then a good shot It's just, you know, some of the other parts where I think he's failed us slightly. And I did put a tongue in. A tongue in cheek tweet out a couple of weeks ago about it where people jumping on my back saying you know unpopular opinion but mm. maybe Travers isn't as bad you know isn't as bad as Neto yeah um, I'd, I would definitely want Neto in, in goal mm. just to put that out there 100% and he has been good for us there's just a few there was one where he kicked out of play yeah. when he was put under pressure and he just looked at me, oh yeah and I just I'm wary that at the moment he's got away with them all really mm. um, and I'm wary there's going to be a howler soon just because yeah. every game I feel that like there's a moment <clears throat> but um but yeah, in this game, obviously, got away with it and made some, made some big saves, mate. So um, we'll take it. But yeah, as you say, set piece did a little bit of a concern, but um, fine margins again. And Lerma stops yeah. that one and we kick on from there. Really liked our style of football the first half. I, I was just um, I was watching the game back on BT Sport. Only the first half, but I was watching it today, actually, just to see sort of how we were lining up, how we played. And lots of little passes into the, into the feet of the midfielders. And mm. there were some, some really good moments. There was one where Billing fired it across from the left side. He got to the byline, fired it across. But before that, lovely little moves where Rothwell comes short and he collects it. He turns on a sixpence and then he drives forward with it and some really nice interchanges. And I thought having that extra man in midfield is absolutely huge for us. And at times... We were doing great in there, and it was it was some of that play that helped to create our first chance. In fact, it was Dom that came deep and collected the ball to set Watara free, where he was going through on goal, one on one, just waiting for him to do something. And I said on the vlog, maybe he had the Arsenal chance in his mind and thought, okay, I need to make sure of this now. So he went round him, but yeah. alas, his touch was slightly too heavy, and then. He did a typical Sam Davis. He ran out of pitch and hit it inside net. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a real frustration. I actually, uh, people um, I sit around were having a bit of a laugh mm. at me later on in the game because <clears throat> obviously Watara was, was superb. Because as soon as he missed that, I said, I'm not sure about this guy, you know. Mm. Uh, I did. I, I, I thought, is he just got a bit of pace and then he can't finish his dinner? But what turns out, he's, he's a lot better than that, by the way. He's got a decent jump as well, by the way. Unbelievable, he's springy. Yeah. And this was, and he actually caused Van Dyke so many problems couldn't cope with him and he was brilliant by the way but yeah that miss really because then I'm thinking back to the other misses he's had but and also I've had a few debates about Dom and, and people saying you know he's, he's the one that's not looking good I was going, if Watara finishes his dinner there mm. Dom Solanke for that move was sensational dropping yeah. deep picking up the ball swivelling and playing an inch perfect pass yeah. was fantastic but yeah that was a sign of things to come though that we could get in behind and I think we mm. said on the preview that that was going to be, it was good that we obviously thought about that because Robbo and Trent are yeah. always going to leave gaps and Liverpool are still trying to play that same way that's been so successful for them mm. of being high, high line and I thought we could cause some problems there and that was the sign of things to come on there. It was just a shame he, he just, you look at it again, you go, it's probably, if he is a better touch, it looks like a really good decision to go around him. It's just so heavy, the touch. Is he left footed? Yeah, I think that probably and help. It, uh, the way he was running meant that it, it, it was always going to be a right-footed shot, sadly. It was always going to come onto his yeah. right, and he couldn't get his body shaped to maybe caress it, Brett Pittman style against Fulham, into the, you know, because that's mm. where I'd have gone if I was him. But, and then he had another chance. It was ruled offside. Yeah. But that's when Van, uh, Van Dyke got back to it, but it wouldn't count anyway by the sounds of it. Whether it was onside or not, I don't know. They didn't, they didn't draw the lines, obviously. So mm. at that point, I was thinking, oh, God, he needs to sort himself out. And then he did. Uh, I couldn't really work it out because the ball... It was a long ball, wasn't it? And they, they started off the move, yeah. Well, it was actually started from Neto. Obviously, I think he and put, he bowled it out, and he, he rolled it out, out really quickly to Smith, which was which was very clever. And Smithy, who for some reason always seems to be the scapegoat, which I don't want to get into because I thought he, you know 
Darwin Nunes done nothing really. Um, he played that ball. He plays to Watara. It's, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. He just puts it in behind, and Watara's off from yeah. nothing. There's nothing going on in the game, and he just plays a really clever pass. But it looks as if it kind of held up a little bit, and mm. then Watara just puts on the afterburners, and he, so he seems quick. to glide away from Van Dijk. Yeah, I mean, it's really weird because Van Dijk is clearly an unbelievable centre half. But every time I watch him, right, Watara and Solanke had him all game. Yeah. All game made him look average. And do you remember when we? Beat Southampton. Yeah. Benikafobi leaps above him, and yeah, Benikafobi yeah. absolutely ripped him apart. It's weird um, that you have. He, he doesn't seem to have good games here, but um, yeah, Watara done brilliantly, and then he just puts it in the right area. He doesn't really look up. No, he doesn't. He, he, but he like, smashes it in. He yeah. smashes it. He, it's yeah. I think he hits it with his incep just with power. Yeah. And that helped with the shot really with Phil Billing's shot because he just almost scuffs. Scuffs it, yeah. But you just need to connect to it really, yeah. Because you know, I think it came off his it. ankle. Yeah, but that's. Two one nil wins, uh, Wolves obviously, and then Liverpool, where both goals have been similar in terms of it was Tavernier against Wolves and been runners from midfield. Yeah. And I know it's easy to say, but I didn't think we could do that as much in the other two games because we didn't have the license with an extra man in midfield. Yeah. Um, but then runners from deep is going to be so crucial, and Billing is becoming very very good at that. Um, uh, Billing again, mate. It was what a game. Game. Unbelievable, he was. There was there was this little um, interchange with him and Anthony, where Anthony oh, did that little flick down the left side, and then Billing like like the power he had to get past Harvey Elliott, and then yeah. he was fouled. We won a free kick from that. Uh, I, th- I think we won a corner from the resulting free kick, but really, really good, really strong. He's he's really turning into a player now, and he's there would be times with Phil Bill where one in every two matches so 50% of the time he'd be really good and, th- and other times he'd be under par yeah. I think that percentage is going up now and I feel we've always known he's had quality my my fear's always been and probably this is also goes into the fact that this is what Huddersfield fans said is when it's going right and you're playing well he looks quite good mm. but when you need him yeah he goes missing and what I'll say is we've needed him lately and he's been the one that stood up and been counted and that's the first time I've really seen that from Billing probably the last year I mean he has done it for a long time yeah. now because he's done it at the back end of the championship when we needed him is to step it, up Is it concern if we if we don't stay up that it's, Phil could be one of the players that's because yeah. I mean if I was another club I'd be looking at him thinking I, I love him It's 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 really it's, it's mad isn't it how quickly it changes to people thinking is he a bit luxury and now we're going God, we're going to yeah. I know. If we if we go down, I think he, he he goes. I think he's shown a lot of quality, and there's I don't know whether it's just rumours, but I've seen that apparently Arsenal and Arteta really really like him. Really. Um, but yeah, but you know, for him now, he's he's stepping up and and going. You know what? I, I'll help. I'll help because I, I have we always felt that the previous time when we got relegated the COVID season, when we needed our top players to step up, he was one that I thought went missing yeah. and went hiding a little bit. Um, and now he's kind of going. No, I'm one of the main men in this mm. team. Uh, main men in this team. And I got the I screenshot it because I thought it was interesting. Mm. But um, in terms of goals, he's scored more Premier League goals than Jesus. Obviously, been injured for a while. Yeah. Mares and Bruno Fernandes. Right. He scored the same amount of Premier League goals as Havertz, Zaha, James Ward-Prowse, Son, and Mitoma. Bloody hell! And people like Mitoma, who rightly so, by the way, have been praised for Brighton. Yeah. Um, Warpower seems to score every bloody week yeah. Zaha's Palace best player Havertz is a striker or plays up front he's only one behind like Brennan Johnson McAllister Callum Wilson and for a team that up until the weekend were bottom of the league bloody hell when's he under contract until um, I'm not sure he's not out this season so, so he, do you reckon we command a, a fairly, fairly decent fee and his, his age he's still, he's still coming into his peak yeah. now and I, I wonder if it is that he was younger than we thought and maybe now he's getting 26, 27 he's starting to he should be playing for Denmark mate. I don't know how he's not yeah I think he'll I think he'll start getting in there for sure definitely um, I think the problem for him is he's always kind of been known to be the same role as Christian Eriksen mm. which is always difficult to play always both difficult. but absolutely yeah I've, I've been one I think virtually every fan maybe not you Heather but I think virtually every fan has had moments where they've gone I'm not sure about Billing yeah. oh, God, yeah. I've certainly been one um, where I've not even put him in my favourite 11 that I would play now but mate he's been he, he will be knocking on the off player of the season this season mm. for sure um, yeah he was absolutely magnificent absolutely one one time where we did switch off that we've sort of brushed past it a little bit mm. but uh, they did score they did have the ball in the back of the day it was yeah. offside was it Nunes that put it in? Uh, yeah, it was, he yeah because he I'd, it was offside, but they were saying even if you want offside, he looked like he nudged Smith, and it oh, might so, be a foul anyway. Okay, so. so there was a few things, but he was, and then obviously uh, saw it back, and he was just offside. So it's one of them, and it you can kind of look at it and go, oh, they nearly got in there, or you could go, actually, the line was perfect. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of them, but it was a nice little finish from Gakpo, wasn't it? A couple of other chances for them. Mo Salah had a shot early doors that he scuffed and was it, it came across. That was was it Robbo that hit one that Andy Robertson? Yeah, that Neto yeah, made it, it was a strong hand. Yeah, it was a really strong hand because that was that had a lot of power. Hand. Yeah. That 
than it was. And then and then Van Dijk's header that uh, he should have done better. He should have done better with it. Out. It was a it was a cross over the far stick where he was there. And he just he just he just caressed it. He just brushed it. He didn't he didn't get anything on it hardly. No, yeah, it was it was odd. And I think later on in the game, Sanessi had a very similar one. Um, yes, he did. Where he just didn't collect with it. But oh yeah, yeah, that was my only concern. Van Dijk did get through through a couple of times um, as we mentioned. But I don't want to go into it too much because. I do think uh, Van Dijk is a beast and he's going to win headers. But yeah, it was a little bit of a concern um, and they are going to have decent delivery. But you've got to ride your luck sometimes, mate, and uh, we got away with that one. Uh, Dom, uh, your hold-up played brilliant, but his touch, so I'm getting a bit... There was one one there, he was nearly in. Yeah, it was. Uh, I can't remember who crossed it, maybe Rothwell? Or oh, I can't remember, but it, it fell really nicely to Dom. His touch was woeful. And I said it on the vlog and I feel... I was kind of... When I was editing it, I was thinking, oh, do I... Do I include that? Because it feels a bit negative. You know, mm. we want this feel-good vibe. But I couldn't not talk about it because there's been a few fans that messaged yeah. me privately who've got concerns over Dom, saying he's he, he's not the complete solution that we actually think he is. Uh, and that was just like one of many moments. And there was another in the second half where he just held on to it for way too yeah, long. Yeah, they nearly got in. Jota shot. Jota had the shot in there, yeah, so yeah. that was because he lost it. Yeah, but also in yep. when he was running through a goal in the second half and he should have squared it. And I think in the end, Van Dijk just ran, room, yeah, yeah. just ran into him. But it's, That's a really tough... It is, and it is a, a debate which I appreciate and understand because I, I've I've had different kind of... People have come to... I think I put in... I kind of went on Twitter and kind of said a little thing about every player. Hmm. And I said about Don Great Hold Up. And a few people were saying... Are you joke Dom was rubbish and then other people have come back at them and gone no Dom was yeah. great and it does seem to be split and I totally get that um, we've gone into the fact that he, if he wants to be a striker he's got to score more goals and that's a fact but I watched the I'm a bit nerdy so I watched the game back because it was on BT and yeah. if you watch that game back he's, he's, the whole he's, game back yeah if you, yeah, that I did, yeah. That, um, dedication if you watch the, the whole game back the way he gives so much to the way we function, mm. their centre halves, they their, their whole back four mm. was struggling to cope with him, and the way he was dropping in, they didn't know where to go. Every attack and burst we have come from Dom pulling in, dragging one of them out. Billings getting more room because and that he's helps to release Watara and Anthony as well. Billings score. I'm telling you now, if you got Phil Billing in a in a room, he would say, "I'm getting more goals because of Dom." Really, a hundred percent. He does do so much, but equally, I get that. As a striker, and if he's going to be our main man, and if we want to elevate ourselves in seasons to come, mm. yeah, he he needs to to maybe stay up a little bit more. But yeah, I think if you one of them again, I think there's a case to say it's similar with Lerma in a different position as well. You don't appreciate how vital he is to the way you play as a team unless they're not there. Mm. But I, I do get the comments of um, sometimes he can be frustrating, and you do think, oh, just sometimes when he breaks, you think, oh, just hit it. It's yeah, yeah. Like what? Yeah, he's not. To be your main centre forward and think if a ball's cut back and you've got a player to come onto it, he wouldn't be in my top three mm. to have the chance. Yeah. He's supposed to be our main goal threat. But yeah, it's a good debate to be have uh, to be had. Sorry, um, and maybe that is why he at Liverpool at Chelsea didn't quite make the level. Yeah, great, yeah. But um, at the moment, with the options we've got, you know, he's he's still he still leaps and bounds above uh, Semenyo and. Um, key for more in my opinion so when you watch the game back on BT you little nerd I love that from you but it that's shows, what I was buzzing mate I was yeah. buzzing yeah um, what did you think because on the vlog we were talking about the penalty and Adam Smith with his hands in an unnatural slash natural position at the time you were like nah mm. but when you watched it back did you change your mind I just can't be arsed with you I just I don't understand I mean Smithy says it after I just don't get it like what's I don't think that's particularly unnatural no. I mean of course if you like if you pause it at a certain moment it's going to look unnatural but in the grand scheme of things when you're lifting yourself when you're trying to elevate yourself off the ground to actually head the ball your arms do move into that kind of yeah. position and I think there, it was up there or something like that but if you watch it on YouTube you can see what I'm doing he's but... not looking no he's not looking at it and <sighs> also it was so close as well yeah. it's it is a difficult one because from the other side you go that could go in that's going in maybe mm. um, so I, I knew at the time it's a penalty you know, well they were crowding the ref like yeah I knew they were yeah. going to give a penalty um, I know that looking back on it that's going to be a penalty in this day and age they didn't have one though we'll see well you know, like we were the only two teams yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't like that being given as a penalty but the amount of <coughs> handballs we've seen given this season and the amount we've gone against us it, that was always going to have worse yeah. ones so I, I got what I was given I knew it was going to be given um, it is what it is I'd be screaming for it at the other end I'm not mm. saying I wouldn't be but yeah and then I watched some of the games on Saturday I think uh, Southampton he's virtually on the floor bloody 
like stops the ball with his hand, not given. Just don't really understand it. And Smithy come out and said, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Do you sometimes just think there should maybe just be a uh, you know, a blanket rule in football, like if it hits the hand, any way, shape, or form, just give a pen, I just, and then, yeah. and then at least we know. I know it's difficult. I just wish common sense was used a bit more. I just really do. You know, you're getting it. You know, he's look at it. He's clearly not looking. He doesn't. You can't jump like a pencil. Mm. And Smithy did say afterwards where he said about it being a justice and stuff. He said that um, you know you're always taught as a kid that you know especially as a defender you jump your arms you, you yeah, yeah. he goes so what do you what are you going to tell people now yeah, so that know. is natural and not unnatural sometimes I feel yeah. as though they need an ex-footballer on the refereeing panel yeah. at Stompy Park to actually tell the refs uh, you know that actually that's actually natural so yeah. it's, it's difficult but then it could have been going in and like yeah. you say if that happened to us I'd be absolutely screaming for of it of course I think just my main thing for a broader point of view is we've got all this technology and we look at all the stuff now everything's still subjective we're still having controversial decisions yeah. every single game so what was the bloody point of just ruining the the limbs in the moment and all that mm. stuff who but, cares so there was limbs when we scored there was limbs after the pen mate I mean Mo Salah stepped up I think most of us were expecting the net to ripple but yeah. that was awful Absolute awful it wasn't even close wide it didn't it didn't even brush past the post it nah. was well wide I was listening to I think it was the, the Football Ramble um, podcast and they were talking about the games of the weekend and they said on there it was like when you play FIFA and you, you don't quite know how to do the penalties yet and you've got that little circle and you accidentally flick it too much and you yeah. just because as soon as he started running up and he shaped up you thought his body shape's not he's yeah. going to have to get a lot of bend on it it didn't look right no. um, all I can think was when he's stepping up for it he's fingered to go in the other way and then he suddenly sees Neto go that way. Does so he, he do quickly that? changes his mind. Does he do what does Neto do a little He goes a little bit early, yeah. so I wonder if Salah thinks, Oh god, I've got to go the other way and just puts too much on it. But it was really bizarre. I did not expect and that's one of them things, easy to say, obviously, but I thought it's our day, isn't it? Limbs, mate. And that, you know what, the celebrations from that mirrored the goal. Yeah, it did. Honestly, yeah. because I think most of us were expecting it to go in and that that's when I And then I that's would have, when I really believed. Yeah, because I think if that goes in, I think knowing now it's I think we probably lose the game. There was enough time to go, it would have kicked them on. So oh what a massive moment, mate. And it's weird things like that, because now I'm glad the penalty was given. Yeah. Because that helped that lifted everyone yeah, again, yeah. didn't it? It's like another moment. So yeah, and I love Jack Stevens, by the way. Going absolutely berserk yeah. when he missed it. What a legend he is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Love it. You were um, you were taking a look at the average positions on SofaScore, which we've got on mm. screen. Now, we saw them, of course, in the last second look for the, for the Arsenal game, where we didn't have a single player in the opposing half. I think when we made our subs, maybe Christie had his little toe in mm-hmm. that half. But for Liverpool, it was slightly different. Yeah, I think it's more... I mean, there's probably about uh, two and a half, three... Um, in the opposition half. But it's more, look at that defence. Mm. The, the defensively, we're so much, like the whole defence is 10 yards further forward. Yeah. The whole midfield is 10 yards further forward. Yeah. It's just, the that just shows a bit more, you know, that bravery, that intensity mm. is there because we're not, that's not a, we won 1-0 and we scored in the first half. You'd expect us to be very... We're not, we kept we kept that press on and that... Having that extra man really did of course, help, didn't it? Of course, and obviously we've, we've spoke about that. But what I'll also say is that is defensively... You look at the full... Smith and Kelly... Kelly is nowhere near as more attacking as, Jane, as Jordan Zamora. Mm. But his average position was a higher because yeah, yeah. we were trying to get up the pitch as a unit. And that's clearly... You know, when we criticise, we've got to give praise as well. And that was clearly an instruction because the whole team is further up the pitch. And we just, it just felt like we were a little bit more confident to get higher up. And I think because they missed the chances, because we got the first goal, we almost believed in it more. And the management of the game was so, we never at any point did I think we were going back and back and back. We no. kept that up. And the substitutions were, there was one moment where he nearly bought Methamon and he sat him back down for whatever reason. He yeah. sat him back down. And I think you know, to his credit, saw the way the game was going again. We don't need to just soak this up now. No. I know it's easy to bring on an extra centre-half and think they're going to have all the ball, but they're not hurting us. Just keep the press on. Liverpool really, uh, I wouldn't say disappointed me because I'm well happy with the win, but they were they were awful, I thought. They they really weren't that, you know, sort of contrast their performance with, say, Man City at home, the other week, where, where, you know, we'd have no space, we'd be suffocated any time yeah. we had the ball. Like, any time that Jack Stevens had the ball, we'd have, they'd have two, three men on him straight away, whereas they, they gave us a lot of time on the ball. They did, yeah. Um, and I, I think I said at the top of the show that the midfield, I, I think our midfield three is better than their midfield three, which is mental, they're Liverpool. Fabinho's a good holding midfield player, don't get me wrong. Harvey Elliott, I was surprised he came off at half time because I thought he was trying to make something happen, but he's not quite there yet. Brissetic's still a young player. 
But I've, we bossed it, and I thought yeah. all three, they had three players in midfield that all got the ball and passed it sideways, and it was so comfortable for us to get into our shape, to nick it off them. So weird. And there was nothing penetrative. Oh, penetrative. That's the one. Yeah. I'm not even going to try it again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was, there was nothing about them that was doing that. So we were comfortable in, in their areas. But yeah, I was... I thought they, they're they not the same Liverpool, of course, but they're so passive. They used to be so gung-ho. Yeah. Like, and they used to be intense as well. And oh. you used to drive the ball forward, like passes forward, pass and move. Yeah. Like, there was none of that. No. It was um, completely different to the Man United game. I don't know what the mentality weird. shift. No, it was, away. it was weird. They really struggled. Um, and I felt they probably had a bit of a, a little bit more when Jota come on. Mm. And I think Jota will be big for him now. He's getting fit because he has only just come back. Yeah, they did improve. I thought, unless it's, I get why you keep Salah on the pitch because he's got a moment of magic. He was absolutely appalling. I couldn't believe that Nunes come off uh, instead of him. And like I said, that's probably the reason because he got moaned. I thought he was awful. He didn't do anything. Lloyd Kelly absolutely pocketed him. Well, that's why I wanted to talk about Lloyd yeah. Kelly because I think we need to. I thought he was excellent. And um, there was a there was a tweet from Jack Tanner that I probably took exception to. I think you did actually by replying to it. But um, there was a moment where we had a corner and then they cleared it and it, it found its way back to, uh, the ball found its way back to Lloyd Kelly who was in the centre circle and he didn't have many options in front of him, but he went back to Neto and I think Jack put about groans and boos and stuff from the Bournemouth fans as if it was targeting him. But I genuinely believe that, yes, there were groans, there were, but yeah. it, it wouldn't matter who it was. No. I think it was Jack Stevens. Yeah. It's the fact that five seconds ago, we we were as far down the pitch as we could possibly yeah. be. The ball was on the byline. We were taking a corner and then five seconds later, it's with Neto. Yeah. I don't think that was targeting Lloyd Kelly at all. Not at all. I, I, in my opinion. No, no, not at all. I think um, there was definitely, I think um, Jack did say to me, yeah, you're probably right with the wording because there wasn't any boos. It was groans. Mm. On it. Like, that kind of, you know, when the ball goes back to a keeper, everyone's at it. Everyone goes, ugh. And, and I did it because in the moment, I thought they've cleared it. Lloyd, it felt like to me, Lloyd Kelly is on his own and all he's got to do is turn around and put it back up there. Yeah, just don't, yeah, just yeah. and a few people were saying to me, oh no, it was the, some people were saying it was the right thing to do. And I, when I watched the game back, actually kind of get it. When you watch it back, everyone up there is, uh, they're offside. Mm. They're, they're kind of coming out. And would you really want to just punt it right back mm. into the mix? And if, you know, that would be a prime time for Liverpool to break. Yeah, you might so, as well just recycle, rebuild. Yeah, so it probably wasn't actually as bad as a, um, a decision making as I thought in the moment. Because I thought, what is he doing? But I 100% agree, mate. I think that wouldn't have made any difference who the player was um, at all. And I don't think it was as bad as made out. It wasn't It wasn't horrific growing. Yeah. It was just your standard when you go back. And um, yeah, it was It was just because of the moment in the game and we just had a corner, etc. But yeah, apart, f- apart from that tiny little moment, I thought he was flawless. Absolutely flawless. Um, and it's easier to say now, but he's, has he ever played bad at left fullback in a four? He's always quite solid mm. there. Um, and I think... I mentioned earlier about Smith. I always feel like Smith don't get enough credit. Mm. Jane Nantley and Watara were unbelievable game. Mm. I always think if your winger in a four in a system we played is that good, your fullback must have had a good game. They yeah. must have had a good game. Yeah, because they're giving him the license. Giving him the license. Um, Smithy and Kelly allowed them to to go and you know to go and really press the fullbacks because they were fine. Neither of them, you know, were, were making silly decisions. They were comfortable, um, and there was two really good partnerships on either side. If you were Liverpool, you wouldn't have known that them partnerships barely ever occurred. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was impressed with both fullbacks. But Lloyd Kelly, considering all the stuff that's happened and the injuries, brilliant. Yeah, there's not many players you can really sort of say had a had a poor game. I think I think no. most players were were pretty. One of the players that I, I really enjoyed watching was Jaden Anthony. Lovely bit of skill yeah. in the second half. I think he put it on his own Instagram where mm-hmm. he dragged it back and then he went on a run. And I think Watara has still got room to improve as well. I mean, you, but you can see there from the heat maps how Jaden Anthony and Watara that you know absolutely integral to the way we played yeah. utilizing that you know that width there which is helped by having the three in the middle in midfield to yeah. give them that license as well uh, who's your man of the match it's t- I love it when it's really tough because you can yeah. name so many I, it was a sponsor I can't remember um, I think, as well. on, yeah and on the telly it was uh, and I think the same as what was Watara it was um, yeah. but on Bournemouth Twitter Sonesi edged it by by 2% mm. or something but you could easily argue Lord Kelly, in my opinion, as well. Yeah, well, according to billing. who scored, it's Watara, yeah. 8.3. Overall, uh, we scored better as a team. 6.81 versus Liverpool, 6.36, yeah. which which rarely happens. But yeah, um, yeah Watara, I can, I can see why. Yeah, and I, I think just going into Watara and Anthony, I think we've got to remember their ages and they're both going to be raw. And I think in both of them, the areas they get into, I know Watara is a, a very small uh, sample, 
because of the amount of games he's played, but both of them, you think, for how good they are, should be scoring goals every week. Yeah. That's going to come in time, and we've got two players that... Are, I mean, Watara is very young, but yeah, um, r- really impressive game from him. I, I think when you keep a clean sheet, I always edge to... Even though we defended from the front so well, Watara mm. and Andy, I wanted to... I, I would have probably edged for Sanessi, mate. I just... I, I, by the way, let's mention Sanessi, because... Is he the best left side centre back we've had since Nathan Ake? <laughs> he's brilliant. I'm start, uh, uh, I love whole, him. I, I love think him. the whole time we thought, oh, he's a player there, but I think the last few, considering the opposition. He's really. What, there was times where. What was his first game? Was it like Chelsea? No, I can't remember. No, no, no. no, no it wouldn't have been. It was in, I think it might have been the City the City away game, maybe. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, or no, Arsenal at home. Yeah, yeah because um, it was just before Parker went. But yeah. he. The different, what I like with that combination is Jack Stevens is very much. Your standard centre half who will win every header, will get the ball and get rid of it, and mm. blah blah blah. So let's see, there's times where he wins it, and then you think, right, get out, and he's just calm, chest it down, does a bit of skill, runs in the midfield. There's times doing keepy up, he's keepy up, he's in their penalty box, create that chance yeah. for Dom where he blazed it. But and I'm wow. starting to see what final was saying. You've got someone special here, he's been in Argentina squads before, and that, that's no mud, but he's got so many attributes to his game and yeah I absolutely loved him I thought he was I, I'm really really starting to enjoy I, I enjoy watching him as a centre half and that partnership's really flourishing with Jack Seaman it is it's a really good partnership and you think Mepham's had an unbelievable season <laughs> how is Chris we, we've signed Zabani who's supposed to be like the next big thing I, know. I don't know how he gets in I mean yeah absolutely brilliant but yeah um, if the last thing Scott Parker done was, was get Celesi in happy yeah. days mate yeah, happy days and Looking at the chronological timeline graphic, this highlights where all the substitutions were. You see that for Liverpool bringing on Milner, Henderson, Firmino, and you've probably seen on the vlog that myself and Andy were were joking that they're bringing on the old guard, thought Peter Beardsley was going to come on at some point, Robbie Fowler, etc. But um, look at our substitutions, though. So it was Christie for Billing, which, which, which I understood, Fredericks for Smith. I thought all of the substitutions, like all of them, we're good. Yeah. We need to pay tribute to Gary O'Neill. Absolutely. They're all pretty much like for like. I yeah. think the venue the one at the end, obviously he's more of a fullback, but it was just to give us the, the legs on the left-hand side. Hell of a run, by the way. Yeah, blimey. Yeah. That was incredible. I thought it was going to go all the way. I was like, are you going to drive into the corner or are you going to take yeah. it towards goal? But yeah, he looked like he was going to go to the corner and then he tried to hook yeah. back, didn't he? But things, cool. things like that, that little moment... Andy wouldn't have been able to do that because he was dead on his feet. Yeah, so yeah. just bringing a bit of a bit of energy to it. But the Christie for Billing one, it surprised me because Billing was playing well. But I think he just fought energy. And yeah. to be, Ryan Christie was brilliant when he came on. He what? Mate, that, that like he nearly pirouetted yeah. and then scored. He was just he just gave box. us so much more legs in there. Um, I don't think he wanted to take Lerma off, but obviously yeah. he's been injured. And you just got to look at them options that you can bring on. I think Smith actually was an injury because yeah. um, he did allude to that um, at the end of the game and, and Fredericks brings that experience and he's naturally on that right side. But um, yeah, yeah. They, they they were good, mate, and they were in uh, good times of the game. And yeah, they were. I, don't, I think it was one of them. If they had scored a late goal, no one would have been saying it was because of the subs. No, put it that no. way. I, they, were, they were decent subs. Yeah. And even uh, Semenu had a chance, didn't he, where he flashed it across goal. Yeah, he did, yeah. Like, he's, he always looks quite lively and I yeah. do. It does... He does remind me a little bit of, you know, when Lowe come off the bench, but probably of a little bit more more quality at times. Mm. So, yeah. Um, and that was just for, again, that was just for legs and, and energy and would have been easy to just chuck Kiefer Moore on for Dom and go a bit of hype for mm. set pieces. But he wanted to keep that up that press, which was working so well. So, yeah. Well, is, there well. a, is there a reason why we should ever go five at the back for any other games this season? Like, I think like maybe Spurs away, maybe. I can't think of any other game. Why we would do that? No, it's, it is a difficult one. Uh, it's, not, it's not as simple as five at the back lose your games and four doesn't no, of course no. it isn't but the players we've got uh, I don't think it suits us at this moment so hopefully hopefully we'll be against that I kind of um, I get in game sometimes as I mentioned earlier if you've got Kelly as a fullback that in game there might be moments where you think actually 10 minutes to half time the way this game's going Kelly can you just tuck in a little bit mm. and players are free for a bit but I don't think we need to start with three out and out centre halves no. definitely not if Lerma wants to drop back in now and again I get it and have that fluidity but um yeah, I'd be surprised if we if we look at that look at that again. Really, if if we do look at it again, it means things aren't going well. Yeah, we have yeah, to change agreed. something. So we we certainly won't be doing it at Villa. I'd be surprised. So looking at the other games over the weekend, it wasn't good in terms of Everton. We wanted Brentford to get something, but Everton won one 0 at Goodison Park. Leeds drew two all with Brighton. Leicester went down. Won that. 
I know they should have. They really should have. Leicester went down 3-1 at home to Chelsea. Spurs beat Forest 3-1. Forest came back into that, but too little too late for them. Uh, Crystal Palace lost at home to Man City. And then on the on the Sunday, we know that Newcastle won 2-1 against Wolves, but West Ham, they got a draw against Villa. Man United, Southampton, 0-0. Man United down to 10 men. Saints yeah. managing to grab a point. And then Arsenal, March on. So all of that meant that we dropped into the relegation zone and now people are starting to produce these little graphics and charts in terms of the run-in and Tom we're just looking at uh, this run-in here and you can see that the teams in green are those in and around us so you've got the the how many teams is that there nine teams so this is where we all play each other we've got to play Leicester, West Ham, Saints, Leeds, Palace, Everton quite a few you could say that maybe Palace have got more of a favourable run-in, really. And they're, and they're not that far away. But the Bournemouth's run-in, it's not that bad, is it, really, when you look at it? No, it's um, certainly a lot better than, than Southampton's, for example, and Everton's. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think we just got to be a little bit careful. It's kind of, it goes back to my point of before the Liverpool game, going, let's not look at this as just because it's Liverpool. Yeah, we can beat them at you, home. You we play did. the team, not the name. Yeah, exactly, because... A lot of people are going, oh, we've got them three games in a row against West Ham, Southampton and Leeds. So we'll win a few of that. We lost to all three of them. Yeah. So let's be careful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do think, obviously, I'd rather them fixtures than not. Um, and I think that's why you kind of said earlier in terms of predictors that we're expecting to maybe potentially stay up now. And that's because we got rid of a lot of the top ones and we've got decent fixtures. And we've, we've got, the, what you've got to remember is that we've been dangerous on the break lately, and particularly against Liverpool. It's going to be harder to break against these sort of teams because they're not going to. Yeah, yeah. they're not going to play as that high line from Liverpool and Watara getting in every time is not going to happen. Uh, So it's not going to happen at Villa. But Um, then we ground out a win against Wolves. Exactly. So, but we've got a. We're learning. But I I do, I do believe a lot of these teams. If we go toe to toe for them and go right, who's the better team? We we can have a lot of these teams. I really do believe that um, with with the players we've got now. And you got to remember, we've sung the praises of our two wide men in this game. I'd argue that our best two wide men are maybe Tavernier and Traore. Right. And neither are fit, do you know what I mean? So we've yeah. got options now. That's what's good is is you're looking at that. I said to you before we come on, didn't I? We're able to make five subs now because we've got a blimmin' good subs bench. So, yeah, and there's a few. What I like is teams that everyone said, oh, they're safe. And they, they may well be, but Palace, Forest, Leicester, they're still... They're there's dry, a lot in yeah, there, they're so not, it... Keep as much in there as you can. Um, but, yeah, we've got, a, we've got a, few, a few weeks coming up that we hopefully can pick up some points mate. big four. Hmm. Yeah, so the next four fixtures for Bournemouth, Villa, Fulham, Brighton, Leicester. And we put out a tweet on Sunday saying, how many points do you see us getting from it? And you can see there on screen a number of people who are replying, including Paul Kennedy wants 12, his, his head says five. Livy's going for an optimistic 10. We've got a seven there. Sammy Nell's going for eight there. Heather's also having her say as well. Now, whilst these are... Are browsing through on the screen. I think seven seems to be quite a popular number. There, from it's, those three, it's mad. One one win and everyone's got oh, seven. Yeah. Ten, um, for those four games, I, sorry. Mean, I don't want to sound obvious, but I literally go. It wouldn't shock me if we got twelve, but it wouldn't shock me if we got zero. Okay. Because do you know what I mean? We don't know what we've been so, and the season's been like that. I'm trying to think what I think. My main so I don't as long as we don't lose the I don't want to lose the Leicester game. No, so because of the fact that I think they're in it a little bit or we'll keep them in it. The other three aren't. So I would say six or seven is probably what Mad's saying, but I don't want that one defeat to be Leicester. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I think I think Villa, point. I think we can get a point there. I think we can beat Fulham at home because I think they're on the beach a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Brighton are on the beach, but I think they're too good. I've seen that Marco Silva's been linked with the Spurs job, has he? Well, oh, yeah, not, not, not that that job is, is there yet, but no, if uh, Antonio Conte goes, you never know. I'm going to go... If I if if I want to be a little bit more real, realistic and not be too positive, yeah. then I'll go draw at Villa, beat Fulham, lose to Brighton, draw at Leicester. So that would be five. five. Yeah. But that Leicester one, we, we could get a win. But yeah, I mean, who knows? We can we can win all them games in isolation. We can lose them all. They're all, all really difficult games. They're all, they're all games that you would think most would say that's quite a tight game to call. All four of them. Um, so yeah, we'll see. But... Um, Certainly feel more positive now after after the weekend, mate. Richard Jackson says, or in Tom's case, how many pints? By the way, I had to include that on the vlog. Mm. I could see from where I was. I was in the very back of the Ted McDougall yeah. stand, and I was looking up. I was thinking, hang on a sec, there he is, there he is. 
and bang on 38. Yeah. Bang on 38. Who needs Gordon? Who needs the Greenwich Pips when you can set your watch by Tom Jordan? But yeah, um, it was a good day all round. And I'll tell you what, it changes your weekend, doesn't it? Oh, big time. It absolutely changes the weekend when you get three points. Oh, big time. I mean, I don't normally watch the game back and stuff like that. I was just absolutely buzzing. And then, um, you know, doing this, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, we could talk about the game. It was great because we haven't had too many. But um, just in general, you mentioned about the Brooksy situation, yeah. uh, being at home, being on telly, and the fact that it just felt... It just felt like a, a good place to watch football again because yeah. it's been it's been tough and it's been not overly toxic, but it's had its moments this season. And I just love that everyone was in good spirits and after the game, everyone's bouncing and really pleased for, for Gaz as well, um, you know, that there wasn't kind of any underlying bits because it was just a good performance. The decisions were good. Everyone was happy with everything that happened. It was just, it was, it was great, and hopefully we can kick on. I don't, I don't understand Twitter because there, is, there are some people that are kind of reveling in this, I told you so, you know about Gary O'Neill when we we've still got a long time to go and you know jury's yeah. still out and we Absolutely. like we've we've always said that we we think the decision was questionable yeah uh, you know to employ him we we obviously want him to succeed Absolutely. and I think only a month ago I said you know with us playing like we are we're going to get relegated and you know I'm happy for people to mean that up if it makes them feel better at the end of the season if we don't however I don't know I just I just feel as though now. You know, we seem to be now clicking a little bit, mm. um, and but the proof is in the pudding over a, an, an extended period. But I, you know, I have to say that over the last few games, it's not you know just the rest, you know like even the Arsenal you know performance. Obviously, that was really disappointing. But to go two 0 up there, it was a defensive masterclass at times. But they, but they are just so good. They, yeah. you know, they just rip uh, you rip Fulham and you won three 0 yeah. And we were two 0 up at their own place with about twenty five minutes to go. Mm. So I think I could take a lot of solace from that performance actually. Absolutely. And now following it up with a win against Liverpool, honestly, it's making me feel yeah, you know, starting to be glass half full now about the season. I know what you mean. I think um, a lot of people um, that that were kind of um, maybe a little bit more positive um, about about Gary and, the, and our chance of staying up were saying a lot of the points were let's see when everyone's back and we got the new signings in okay, okay. and I think we all kind of said I, I didn't particularly agree with the decision to make it permanent um, and I thought right let's we've spent a hell, he's, let's, let's be real here I mean he's he's been very fortunate his first ever job as a manager he's been given over 50 million quid to spend in the yeah. Premier League side um, and it was kind of all been let's see if that deadline day and that transfer window Let's see if that's enough mm. to to get us over the line. Um, and I'm still not I'm not not convinced of yet. I still think it's going to be very very difficult. It's probably going to go to the wire. But what I will say is that these new new additions are helping. Mm. Getting players back is helping O'Neill for sure. And um, yeah, little bits seem a little bit better. But there's there's still concerns over over certain things. And I I, I still think. Come the end of the season, I, I've never wanted to be wrong so much in my life because I just mm, want to stay yeah, up. Of course, we want to be wrong. But I still think I'll, I'll say I, I yeah, I, I still felt I had every reason to kind of doubt the decision. Mm. He'd never been a manager. A lot of, I mean, you got to look at Everton look very good as well. By the way, mm. who appointed? Do you know what I mean? And and I think I felt we could have gone down that route, but I wanted to succeed so badly, mate. It's it's football, isn't it? I think there's there's loads of people we, we mentioned it earlier to take it away from a manager and go to a player. That probably went. I don't want Billing here, and Billing is a luxury player, and yeah. now Billing is yeah. the best thing we've ever seen. So that's football, and yeah, that you is... know Dom Solanke. We've had it all. Exactly. We've, had it all. we've had... yeah, exactly. You know, when we didn't quite get up to the championship, we need a better striker. Then he scores nearly thirty goals. Yeah, people like to meme stuff up and they quote what things that people said. But you know, football is is a fluid opinion. Like it doesn't have to be. Yeah. You know, you I mean... don't have to be stubborn with it. So if you if you praised Gary O'Neill originally and said and you want to stick with him. Fair absolutely play. fair play to you but um, people I, can change their minds and look maybe, I, yeah, my, maybe some performances in the next four get five six points I'd be well happy with that yeah oh absolutely and I, I haven't changed my mind because we beat Liverpool but um, I, I do I do think it's it's looking better and that's, that's all I want it's looking really looking really good and I've always I've always said I think we've, we've both always said what I will say is despite not being convinced by the appointment I've, I've never felt the players haven't wanted to play for him and I, I'll always give him yeah, that yeah no I agree with that they, as well they yeah, they seem to be I've never felt invested that, yeah I've never felt that we the lads don't want it I just don't think we've been good enough or set yeah. up in a way to, to win games but I've always felt that the players have been have been happy with the appointment which is which goes goes a certain way but yeah it, it is what it is mate I think um, I, I done it in one game I, I first uh, first 20 minutes I went is that with Tara any good by the end of the game I don't know. so <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. that's football that's why we love it mate but um 
Oh yeah, what, it's, it's just nice to have a bit of positivity. Now. Do you um did you enjoy watching it from a, a redressed Dean Court with a lick of paint and yeah. flags everywhere and stuff? I mean, you said you was going to take pictures of the concourse, did you? And I forgot. Um, <laughs> Damn yeah. it! But you know, on the outside, it looked it looked really good, and also uh, I gather in the north stand and stuff that it's been refurbished and yeah. it sort of feels more like home rather than the the kind of white breeze blocks. It's yeah. now red and black and stuff. Yes, yeah, it's, it's little bits, and I'm sure more and more will be done. But it's it's them little little things of kind of less. Let's have everyone realise we've got a Premier League football club yeah. in Bournemouth because a lot of the time you can get off, say, you get off a train at Pope's Dad, you walk to say, you wouldn't have a clue there's a football club. No, you wouldn't. You walk through Boscombe, wouldn't have an, when any idea no. there's a football club, a Premier League yeah. football club just down the road. So little bits like that is um, is really great. So, yeah, hopefully that'll, that'll keep going because, yeah, stuff off the pitch seems to be happening, mate. So, mm. And when you back it up with a with a good win at home, it's uh, yeah, lovely stuff. So, yeah, a little bit more positivity now. I do think we need to positivity. Stay calm, stay yeah, calm because stay calm. all it will take is losing three 0 to Villa, and everyone goes, ah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, we've yeah. got to be careful. Um, yeah. it's, there's going to be bumps, but there's going to be times of the season where we go, I don't think we're good enough, and there's going to be times of the season where we're absolutely buzzing. But I think we're going to have back to back wins. We're probably going to have back to back defeats. We don't look like a side that's going to concede a hatful though so I think we're always going to be in games which is yeah. good so yeah fingers crossed we can put in a performance against Villa if you're going to Villa put a thumbs up in the comments but also like this video as well we would truly appreciate it if you watch it on YouTube if you're, if you're listening via the audio pod we'd appreciate a review on your podcast app just do that give us five stars or whatever you think it'd be five stars right I hope so make sure it's five stars Tom mm. it's always a pleasure to chat cherries with you Yes, well, I would like to say the same, but particularly today. <laughs> no, yeah, always a pleasure, mate. Yeah, nice to talk about a win for once. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you later on in the week, no doubt. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one of the Cherries. Bye. Richie. Maybe on Walker. Pew. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.